Brothers, uh, one way out, man. There's just uh, really, there's just one way out. Um, it's Bug Out Square, it's Muni Radio. It's not just a, a radio station, it's a place. Um, it's a place, it's here, it's right here in San Francisco, 21st in, in, in Florida, in a beautiful mission where it's always flattened. Sometimes sunny. We're um, uh, it's uh, it's a rough it's been a rough week uh, for the state. It's been a rough week for uh, for everyone. It's been rougher for some, for a lot. Uh, we've had some tremendous fires and tremendous smoke, and that's um, <clears throat> you know there people die every day and get killed every day in horrible ways and you hear about it and um but it's like with this fire man it's like people a lot of people have died and um there's a lot of smoke around for a long time to remind you of uh how horrible it was and you know all these accounts are coming out now and it was just it's horrible so spare a thought for um people who've perished in fire you know i mean it's got to be it's just like the yeah. Hey, just, you know, just trying to like, uh, boost your, uh, 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 uh <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's the way it is here. Um, again, this is uh bug house square. It's a, uh, two hour thing. Um, you can come in, you got something to say, you got something to play. I always got mics set up, got a little spotlight on the stage here. Who knows? You might be in town 20 for some What? It's Tuesday, six fifteen. Let's make our way down to 21st in Florida in the beautiful mission and go to uh, Mutiny Radio. Um, yeah, we're always looking for money. So if you come through the website, um, we're not super begging for money. But if there is a donate button for like a couple bucks, that's good because we're, we're like right. We're always right there. Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a smoky week. I mean, I did a fire show last week. And that's when everything was burning. And then it got so bad, like everywhere else where the smoke just like came in and settled in. And it was just some freak, like 
scary. Like it was just like you were in a, uh, a steam room, right? That kind of environment, but it wasn't steam. It was like, like smoke and fog and there was no, uh, wind or anything. So you get like this claustrophobic feel. So everybody's like <laughs> running, <laughs> trying to find like filters and masks and all kinds of things. So, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it's pretty apocalyptical. Even some kids I came up where I work and they were like parked and they came out specifically to check out the, um, sunset into the, into the just horrible air. It was very otherworldly. Um, yeah, let me grab these records. I'll tell you what we, we, um, just experienced it. That was a long set. That was an hour. I was like into it like half hour. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just, this is a, that, that's going to be a good listen. Hold on. Man, I'm like hurting. <laughs> it's crazy. And I didn't work. I couldn't work because I work outside. And I think from, uh, uh, I think I work like maybe Tuesday, then I work Wednesday at another place, like inside. But uh, Thursday, I we were gonna go camping and we didn't. We just did um, <laughs> we do with the kid? Uh, I forget. Maybe he had school. I think he had school. Did he? Anyway, um, he was fine. <laughs> and then um, we drove down the coast to find try to find some air you know it's like god does that sound like pretentious we drove down the coast yeah but it was in just like a beat-up car and we're um eh, it wasn't that beat-up car it was a nice uh actually it's (laughs) it's a nice vehicle uh it's not like great but uh and we drove down and we got maybe you had to go about i don't know it was about maybe 60 miles south of the city and there was this one spot because they, they have maps so you can go on and see it's like oh this is purple and uh you know uh so we found a little spot of yellow which was like not quite green but yellow was very you know acceptable and we got down to this place and had uh drank a beer and uh went down <laughs> and breathed for a while and Terrell came back into like a fucking wall of uh, nastiness. Yeah. But um, my kid and they they worked up some air filters. So we got these uh, box fans with HEPA filters taped to them, uh, cranking out in, uh, in our living space and hopefully <clears throat> helping us with the particulates. Um, as for me, <laughs> I worked Monday, yesterday and today out in it but i wore a respirator all day it's been uh rough all right um god that was a great set what did we uh, that was almond brothers uh one way out um i think that was that was off uh eat a peach and i believe Dwayne almond was on there that was kind of i think just kind of cast offs from the live at the fillmore maybe um but that was after he was di- uh post uh mortem is that, is that what they say? Uh, before that, Cat Stevens, who's still around. Um, Peace Train, just an awesome tune. Cat Stevens, uh, he's uh, he's not Cat Stevens anymore, but he's he's uh, he's a nice man. <laughs> I just don't know his name. Um, it's lying to Family Stone, everyday people. Uh, yeah, so. That was part of the whole like 
I don't know, the, the track, the thing that was going, but it's always circling around, like, let's uh, give each other a hand and let's be decent to one another. Isn't that like a good spot to be in when you can do that? Um, Laura Nero, Nero? I've been getting into her lately. Um, that was uh, bitter something, bitter sweetness. But Laura Nero, she's, uh, she wrote some good tunes. Back to you before that. Uh, PJ Harvey, Dear Darkness. Before that, Bob Dylan, uh, Ballad of a Thin Man. Uh, <laughs> Talking Heads. Damn that television. Uh, Found a Job is that one. Uh, Interstellar Overdrive off uh, Floyd's first record, Pink Floyd. Uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers off the Natty Dread uh, record, uh, Lively Up Yourself. That's a great tune. That's just like, to me, that that's one of those, that that is like so reggae to me. You know, when I listen to that, this is like, it's like this came out from a fucking asteroid or something. It's so like different. It's beautiful. Uh, Bob Marley and the Whalers. That was great. Dream Syndicate, Medicine Show was the record and we did John Coltrane blues. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do that song revised for the, uh, the me too movement. Uh, Patty LaBelle. We opened up with uh, funky music. Uh, thank you, uh, Barbara for that. She gave me, I believe she gave me this record, a uh, real soul sister. Thank you. Um, segment we do here on, uh, bug house square. Well, let me set these down. Uh, is a segment called Rise from the Basement because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart. No surprise that arise from the basement. And what it is, it's uh, home recordists. Uh, any style, any genre, just has to be recorded where you live, in your house, in your home, uh, where you sleep. Doesn't, um, you know. So these are people who just make songs for the joy. Or, you know, no, it's not just that. It's people who make songs for the joy, but people who really want to um, uh, make a livelihood out of it and uh, take it very seriously. Some take it very lightly and some take it in between. Um, this is Big Dalton. Hold on. <laughs> I talked this thing out. Uh, I like Big Dalton. Um, I'm not sure exactly why, because I think the last song, we, the, the previous song that we played of them, we played one. It was like a minute long, but it, it made an impression upon me. Big Dalton out of Baltimore. Um, let's see. We've been kind of corresponding a bit. Um, uh, thanks for the dope thing. Send over some more music. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> That's what I wrote. Uh, got some more new vibes. This is what uh, B. Dalton. This song is called Plotting. P-L-O-T-T-I-N-G. Uh, <clears throat> Big Dalton, I don't know, uh, I don't know, you just have to, like, Google search him, right? I don't know where this, this is, a, he sent me a, uh, a file. Um, hold on, let me turn this up. And I'm touching that, I hope this thing works, I think his previous one did was very nice, I kind of like these things when they... All right, it's a thing, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, it, I'm gonna touch it. Oh man, it was weird. This is a weird. I've never seen this symbol before. It's a, it's a triangle, kind of with a point 
going a little bit off 90 degrees, maybe about 70 degrees. And then there's a line through it. Um, oh man, what the hell is that? Oh no. All right. It says loading. So this is the, this is the thing when, when, um, when I ask people for this, it's that's why I like links because it's like there and it's ready to go. Sometimes if they send me like files, then I got to download them and it's like, uh, it's not working. Um, hold on big Dalton. Let's try this one more time. I'm going to touch on it. Comes there. Uh, I'm, Man, that's, uh, I'm not digging that. So let's, let, all right. I, I'm sorry, Big. Well, I'm going to go back and see what, what he, the original thing he sent me, it seemed to work. So I don't know why this particular one isn't working. In the all right, this is the one we played before, but sorry.
Yeah, it's uh, Six Days on the Road. Is, uh, is it the proper name of that one? Um, six Days on the Road. That's uh, the Land Rovers off the uh, Truck Driving Son of Gun record <laughs> and other songs of the road. That was one that I bought um, strictly by its cover. It's very nice. It's a uh, total, I would say, early 70s shot of just like a dude like hanging off the side of his rig at a, at a gas station. Not one of these interstate gas stations. Oh no, this is uh, this is off the 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 main road kind of uh, truck city restaurant. Uh, just to give you an idea, gas was like around uh, twenty nine cents a gallon, so whatever that was. Uh, that's good. Uh, we're going back to the basement. This is soulful. South. This is soulful Solomon. If you dig this, soul soulful as in you know full of soul. And Solomon, as in uh, the skis. Um, let's see. Soulful Solomon, Ambitious Delusions is the name. I believe that's the name of the song. And wait, there's a little uh, blurb here about uh, Soulful. Soulful Solomon is an extremely passionate artist, musician, producer, and student of music, performance, and music. All right. Well, music is important. And... Um, uh, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we're, we're, we can't switch pages right now. We're going to do this Ambitious Delusions. If you dig this, this is so full Solomon. I uh, got that turned up. I'm touching this. Uh, you can see it on Bandcamp. Soulful Sol- Solomon. Solomon. S O L O M O N. I woke up, a firecracker with no fuse Feeling out of place, tired, dazed and confused Hangovers linger from the cigarettes and booze But it's still healthier than watching the news Every election, despite the win that we lose Can't call it a choice if you make the people choose Can't see the damage done unless it leaves a bruise Just admit it, but lost without a clue Caught up in a story with no conclusion We just embrace the illusion It's not what's known as what's proven I guess none of us know what we're doing Chasing ambitious delusions Chasing ambitious delusions We're chasing ambitious delusions We're chasing ambitious delusions Life is a journey, but for most it's probably been a fight. It's like a hall of mirrors with no end in sight. No matter how much you try, you can't lend your sight. There's somebody that is blind and can't see the light. My daughter wonders why her daddy stays up half the night. Her mama wonders why I barely have an appetite. Some people wonder why I play the keys and grab the mic. Well, my attraction to this stage is almost magnet-like. A story with no conclusion. We just embrace the illusion It's not what's known as what's proven 
I guess none of us know what we're doing. Chasing ambitious delusions. Chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions. Every day I'm face to face with my mortality. Mom and dad tell me stay strong and act the proud of me. Walk out the door now I'm victim police brutality. It's no exaggeration, it's more like reality. They asked if I could move away, would I probably? Been searching for a better place, I know it's gotta be. Maybe delusions and maybe it's just a child in me. But somehow I need to get this anger out of me. A story with no conclusion. We just embrace the illusion. It's not what's known, it's what's proven. I guess none of us know what we're doing. Chasing ambitious delusions. Chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions. A story with no conclusion. We just embrace the illusion. It's not what's known, it's what's proven. I guess none of us know what we're doing. Chasing ambitious delusions. Chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions. We're chasing ambitious delusions.
That's Mose Allison going back to the basement. This is um, uh, Little Arcs, Little A-R-C-S. Um, I'm playing these guys because they were uh, they were here last week and they played with uh, on the show that's after this, which is uh, regarding sex, but I, I'm not sure what goes on there. But they came in and played live and I helped them out to you know spots and mics and whatnot and I, I really dug them and this song is called isolation isolation so i don't know what it is but this is um uh, little arcs off the first one record and the song's called isolation i'm touching that and the dots are going in a circular thing and the pause button came back always a good sign
the doors hyacinth house it is uh we're going back to the basement this is uh ken cutler ken cutler i think he's from um uh denver i believe the song's called madison's avenue it's on youtube if you dig uh um ken cutler's q uh q c-u uh uh oh, let me look. I think it's I think it's Cutler. Here we go. It is. It's C U T L E R Cutler. 
All right, uh, let me turn this up. Going for that. This is Ken. Madison's Avenue. I'm touching that. Pause button comes. Um, there he is. He looks like he's a piano.
It's Velvet Fog, Mel Torme, um, My Love, what the hell is that one called? Uh, 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 love Me or Leave Me. <laughs> That's right. That's what I uh, always say. <laughs> it works, too, because, you know, when, you're, when you give ultimatums, uh, what, uh, you know, what could go wrong? Uh, we're going back to the basement. Voodoo Kings sent me this a couple weeks ago. I... I uh, uh, missed it. This is Mike, Michael uh, Kranicki out of Boulder, Colorado, United States of America. The Voodoo Kings, if you dig this, look on SoundCloud. The song's called Sacrifices, Sacrifice We Make. What's up? I'm touching this. The v- Voodoo Kings. I'm touching that. The pause button, the dots. Always a good sign when the dots are there. It means that it's thinking about it, you know, not just gonna give you it gonna think about it a little while Hey 
See you next week. Have a good Thanksgiving. Be as good as you can be. Be as patient as you can be. Be as tolerant as you can be. And and just love. Just love. I'm down here for your soul. on being so indignant? We paid the people who we got to make the survey a lot 
and we're assured it would give us the answers we want, and you filled it all out for us, ticked the boxes that we gave you, none of which related to the pittance that we pay you. You rated certain statements on a scale of one to five, but you were not asked how you rated, I am thinking of ending my life. You have been consulted. We asked what you preferred among the options that we gave you, and not all of you demurred. The comfy and compliant and the hungry to advance, we knew, would always give the answers we were keen to splash on PowerPoints and glossy booklets, given out each quarter, whose purpose is to inform you that you told us and we listened. So now you better shut it and make Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow Presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only, September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. Take a psychedelic circus journey to the dark side of the moon with Bow and Arrow presents Dark Side of the Circus, a psychedelic circus show set to Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Playing for one weekend only, September 16th through 18th at Dance Mission Theater. Tickets available now at darksideofthecircus.brownpapertickets.com. Mutiny Radio listeners can get a $25 ticket with promo code MUTINY420. Bow and Arrow will see you soon on the dark side of the moon. And just picked a random CD, hoping it would be good to open up Joke Workshop here. It's been a while since we've been at Joke Workshop. This is the wrong CD to choose. I'll switch it to something else in a moment. If you've ever listened to Joke Workshop before, you know this is a safe space for you to try out new jokes, new material, and uh, really make yourself shine. Comedian from San Francisco. All right, it's the uh, Joke Workshop here at 6 o'clock. Yay! Here we are at the Joke Workshop. Uh, we're going to get right into it. Comedians do four minutes and then a four-minute commentary by their comedian peers. Thank you for whoever put the microphones out. That is so helpful because I did not. Yay! Thank you, Ian Levy. Yay! Everybody follow him on the Facebooks. I saw he did his set at the punchline because I saw that he did the, the thing and he has a picture now. And isn't that nice? 
So here we are at Joke Workshop. Everyone's going to be nice to each other except Ian Levy because everyone makes fun of him for whatever reason. He's like the nicest guy. It's like he's like an artichoke. Like it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. It's like and he's not even spiny on the outside. He's just delicious and soft in the middle. Why would you have any shit to say about an artichoke? Like, why would you do that? I don't know what's going to happen tonight. We have a room full of comedians. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to be back. Thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio and helping us stay alive. Please, if you're going to say things to your comedian peers, make it a shit sandwich. Make the bread taste very good. Nice and toasted. A little bit of mayonnaise. Put the poop in the middle. And then finish it off with something delicious. Your first comedian of the night. I hope that you put your hands together wildly for Shane Kenny. How y'all doing? That's the Monday energy. Um, welcome back to Mutiny Radio, or as I like to call it, the Boys and Girls Club for at-risk comedians. I know what you're thinking. The uh, band didn't work out, and now he's telling jokes. Pretty honest, be accurate. So, um, I, w- real- I was thinking about this earlier. I want to be a city planner. Not to design a more sustainable city or anything of use, but just so I can name streets. Because you ever think about how streets get named? Like, is it some random dude on the job, or is it planned out? Like, if I were a city planner... I would want to name one street left, the street that intersects that right, and then all the other parallel streets would be forward, backward, and U-turn, and set up a camera on each of those corners, and then watch society collapse from there. Like, yeah, I made a right on left, and then a left on right, and then I went straight on backwards, and then I made a left on U-turn, ah! You know, (laughs) it'd be a perfect little neighborhood for people who want to be left the fuck alone. Quietness is always a great sign that a joke's working out. It's like a nature documentary. This is cool. So uh, I'm finishing up my last year of school, and frats and sororities never cease to make me laugh because they wear those Greek letters everywhere all the time, and their brand recognition is off the charts. But they exhibit a SpongeBob level of confidence Like, just like when SpongeBob yelled, I'm ugly and I'm proud, frats and sororities are yelling something entirely different when they rare those Greek letters out. They are just proudly yelling, I paid for my friends, and I'm proud. And I admire that confidence. Like, I don't have the guts to do that. Like, this, fine, but, you know, admitting that I paid for my circle of friends, no. Rather be a quiet loner. What else? So, um, I bought a grappling hook recently. Yeah, no, Facebook's ads get a little too targeted when you're intoxicated. You know, they know I start, uh, I get a little high and I start thinking about the end of the world. But it's also because I watch doomsday preppers the same way my mom watches house hunters. Like, we don't like everything we see, but we get ideas about stuff that we want. Like... For those of you who haven't watched, Doomsday Preppers is awesome. It's You get to see a bunch of rednecks stockpile food, weapons, and meth. All the stuff they need in case shit goes down. And, like, I think about the apocalypse, but only because all of my useless science and historical knowledge will finally be of use. 
Like right now, I'm a six tier person. I'm not very high on the needs in society rank, but as soon as the grid goes down, suddenly I'm Wikipedia. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, um, that's my time. Thanks, guys. Shane Kenny, yay! I wanted to hear. The, I only honked you when I honked you because I I wanted to tell you that that was like the end of the. But I wanted to hear what you were gonna say about the end of the world. I'm sorry that I uh, scared you with the honk because you had time. I wanted to hear the end of that, like where you were going with that. I found very interesting that you okay. were a doomsday prepper, like. Uh, I just I was just about to be like, yeah, I want to hear what he has to say. And you're like, okay, I'm done. Okay. So, so but whatever you're gonna say next, whatever that premise is, I can't wait to hear it next week. Cool. Well, I don't know. I mean, what is it? I mean, you've got time. If anyone other doesn't have stuff to say, people, there's microphones. If you haven't been to Joke Workshop before, the way it works is that um when you hear the horn, you have a minute. And then um, we clap for you and stuff. And then there's microphones around the room. And then you tell people things and stuff. Things and stuff? Anyone with things and stuff? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so I was intrigued when you were talking about the city planning of um, you know, the signs that say like, you turn and turn right, and it would be like a city where people want to be left alone, like who? Like what kind of funny celebrity wants to be left alone? What kind of town that's famous for, um, you know, famous for like, uh, like meth or having a lot of celebrities wants to be left alone? So like, if you can give us like a funny specific. And then also, when you're talking about um, fraternities and sororities having pride, it could be a contrast to like a gay pride parade. Like, except this one, you know, starts out like being sponsored by Bud Light and then eventually becomes LGBTQ inclusive or like some kind of, like what other kinds of pride ceremonies and festivals are there? Hey man, I loved all your jokes. <laughs> super funny. Uh, I was thinking Jesus Christ would be super good at Doomsday because he can make fish. I was also thinking one of those places with meth could be like the Salton Sea, because there is a movie called Salton Sea where they do meth, and Vincent D'Onofrio loses his nose, which is very scary, and it affected me for my whole life. But Salton Sea is like a thing, and they kind of can have fish, but they can't have fish. So if Jesus came and he made fish at the Salton Sea, that could be kind of miraculous. Uh, cool. So I think the second person on the list is Matthew Quirk, but I don't remember because I don't. Did I remember? Everybody, Matthew Quirk! Yay! Hey, did everyone see how uh, Mutiny Radio got over a million uh, downloads in the month of July? What happened in July that would get you so many downloads? Whatever happened in July? Uh, anyway, you guys hear about the Straight Pride Parade? In uh, in Boston, yeah. Uh, bad news for you guys. If you got to call your gathering a parade, it's already pretty gay. Anyway, I hear there weren't too many women at this straight pride parade. Parade. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, so have you guys heard that uh, vaping causes this major new lung disease that no one ever fucking heard of before? If you guys have heard of this, vaping is apparently smoking wasn't that bad for you after all, guys. 
Go back to smoking. Go back to good old smoking. Uh, you know what? There's been a lot of mass shootings lately, and I came to realize that, you know what? Mass shootings need my comedy. That's what's been missing from this whole gun debate. Uh, apparently, it's like uh, two mass shootings in one month in Texas. If only Texas had guns or something to protect themselves from mass shooters. No? <laughs> Thank you. Apparently, no good guys in Texas. Yeah, zing. Well, you know, Texas, bigger and better, right? Huh? Huh? The death toll? Get it? Fucking Texas transplants here or something. Anyway, uh, more Trump news. Pam's been out of the country for a while, so I got to update her on the Trump news. Trump's been uh, battling it out hard with China lately. Uh, apparently, he's been giving them advice on how to handle all their protesters. He was like, hey, you know, I, you got a lot going on in Hong Kong there. Please handle your protesters humanely. And the Chinese police were like, that, that's a good idea. So they all got into their trucks and then rammed the protesters. Rammed the protesters. Anyway, the Chinese also invented this huge fork to help with, like, crowd control, to, like, grab a person and sustain. Figures they don't know how to use a fork, right? Trump, in his further brilliance, said that, uh, you know, in order to make the tariffs really stick, that we should stop, like, buying stuff from China. And he's really confused as to why we don't instead all just go to Walmart and buy things. See, everything Walmart's made in China is the... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, speaking of Trump news, Trump just found out that there are five categories to hurricanes. He didn't know. He's never heard of Category 5 hurricanes before. Not to be uh, a numerologist or anything, but this is the fifth Category 5 to hit the United States during his presidency. So, way to keep up on things. Uh, Anyway, so Trump also wants to start taking, uh, he's already started taking uh, veterans and service members of the forces and deporting them if they're not currently citizens even though they were promised citizenship when they signed up. This is just another example of how Trump lives up to his contracts. Lives up to his contracts. Uh, anyway, Trump wants to uh, nuke hurricanes if they're too dangerous. What the fuck? Well, how are we ever going to get gun control if he thinks that nuclear weapons are weather-controlling devices? Where are we ever going to go? Anyway, he should know better. He should nuke the windmills. What an idiot this guy is, right? Nuke the windmills. All right, that's probably my minute. Matthew Quirk giving us the news. Matthew Quirk doing the news. Anyway, uh, I, you're, uh, you're way too funny way to be political. You should sell these jokes to Netflix. What are you doing? <laughs> you got it. You're that Netflix. <laughs> you got it. You, you're so topical and amazing. Thanks for giving me the news. I'm and glad my audience snarky. listens to the news, though, and they know exactly what I'm talking I, about. I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> Comments? Uh, I loved all the Texas gun control ones about how it's like, oh, I guess there's no good guys in Texas and the everything bigger down there. I think it would work great. Um, just, you know, like a day or two, like, I... 
Like I'm envisioning this how funny this is going to be a week down the road, but still a little. If I wait a week, there'll be four more shootings, and this won't be topical anymore. Yeah, I know, and like three of them are going to be in Texas, probably. Um, that and also. Uh, oh, it went out. Something happened. On off switch. There you go. Cool. Um, but yeah, love those jokes and. Turned it off again. <laughs> Sorry, I had another thought. It just, you know, like the last couple of years, it escaped me in front of people. Right. Um, What's up, dude? Uh, I feel like that joke where he said something about like Trump wants to nuke windmills. Uh, um, act- uh, I feel like that could be like a punchline of, of, of its own. Like, because that sounds so fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I still can't believe he actually said that. You mean nuke hurricanes? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. I feel like if you just made that m- more into a punchline, more pause, because I feel like that joke's funny, and you j- it would add more momentum. That's my two cents. And, oh, and if you, if you want to reference the Don Quixote thing, I think you have a joke from before yeah. about with global warming and yeah. windmills and Don Quixote. President President, President Donald J. Quixote. Yeah, yeah, so all of that can sort of be all in its own cocoon of... But these guys don't read. I know, I know. I'm sorry. There was, And you don't want to have to explain a joke like, okay, so there's the book yeah. in called Don Quixote where yeah. he's like, fights windmills and stuff and thinks the thing, and he has a buddy and there's an ass there. Um, uh, you could potentially with your, with your, uh, cause even when we were just giving you feedback, you said with the shooting stuff that it's, uh, it might not be relevant anymore. You could even add to your, into your bit, say, oh, there was like when you set up, there was a shooting in and then like mime looking at your notes and says, uh, insert most recent shooting yeah. and, and then just continue with the joke anyways. Yeah. Or flip through pages, uh, Ohio, uh, or, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or do, uh, brackets, yeah. insert, you know, whichever one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so what's it in my hand? You could build that into the actual joke. Cool. Yeah, I think that's it. Come. Matthew Quirk, yay! Hero, hero, man, Matthew Quirk, yay! Woo! The, the littlest bust, but the, has the biggest heart and the strongest muscles. Your next comedian, what a joy and a wonderment he is. Put your hands together for Victor Trevino. Wait a second. Uh, Give it up for donating to Muni Radio. Okay, now that I have your attention. I uh, recently figured out, uh, I, I, I authored the uh, world's greatest recipe for nachos. It's a three-step recipe, three ingredients. Uh, it goes, um, step one, uh, you smoke weed. <laughs> and step two, you put cheese on some chips. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you get it because there's two steps and two ingredients? Okay. Uh, um... I feel like nowadays, like uh, people aren't going to get to experience now that, well, at least in California, that weed is legal and like you know, people are regulating it. Like kids aren't going to get to experience the the magic of smoking fake weed in a group of friends and having like a bunch of different friends, like all like 
start to lie to each other that they're feeling it, you know? <laughs> like, you make strong eye contact and be like, I don't know, like, accidentally appreciate appreciating nature and, like, I had other examples, I don't fucking remember them. Um, let's see, uh, um, okay, I this is true, I told my friend I had ADD, and then he recommended that I read a book about it, <laughs> like, he recommended a, tra like, a book on, like, how to, like, focus better, I just really didn't think he was, like, listening, like, like, I, if, if, I, if I wrote a book on ADD, it would just be a pamphlet. And it would be called Where to Get Adderall. <laughs> step, uh, step one, where to get Adderall. Step two, how to deal with palm sweat and what is palm sweat. And step three, you should try cocaine. <laughs> it's great. Um, I uh, tried antidepressants to see if I was sad. Turns out I could be much happier, but I stopped doing antidepressants because it makes you not have erections, which like in any other context would be like a hilarious prank, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I have this thing that's going to make you happy, but <laughs> like, um, it's like a regular old deal with the devil, you know? It's like, you can play this guitar, but your dick won't work. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm uh, doing uh, interviews right now. I'm actually in tech. I don't know if this is the first time anyone's heard this. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> uh, but like, I keep going to these tech interviews and like, with a straight face, they keep asking me like why I wanna work at their company right after they just talked for 30 minutes about how they're gonna make spreadsheets better. <laughs> and it's like, spreadsheets make people's lives worse, dude. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you this, I want your fucking money. Okay, there's more to that, but I think I'm gonna stop it there. Thanks, guys. Victor Trevino, everyone! So just so you know, um, I honked you and it was 3.01 and you jumped out at 3.20. So 19 seconds and you had a minute. Yeah. So I just want you to feel like you had tons I, of time. I push out every no, time. no, 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 no. But the whole thing is about learning and time and all this stuff. You had a whole, right. you like threw away 42 seconds, which yeah. I know you could have finished the joke that if no one talks enough, I would like to hear you finish the joke just because you had the time to do it. Okay. Yeah. That's a very good. Note. Okay. Thank okay, you. people have things to say. Yay. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the uh, the joke about, like, smoking fake weed with your friends is a really good premise. I think the funny idea for me was, like, finding out that all your friends are liars at the same yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> but was, not okay. calling on them, them on it because you are too, you know? There like, was a structure to, like, that punchline that was supposed to be, like, like one friend admits they're bisexual, the other one like is like really yeah. Like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah. There's a bunch of things because like that is such a funny moment. Like have you ever had like bunk acid, like bad acid or something, and everyone's like woo, like they're trying to like vibe with you, like to see if you're lying too, you know? <laughs> that could be funny actually. Like if everybody was or, or like if one person was acting really high. And then everybody just kind of admitted that it was bunk, and they were like, "Yeah, it's bunk." Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. just stopped. You and know? there's like more of a story to that too, because like 
I've got I've had it the other way around where I thought I got ripped off on acid like I, somebody dropped me with a banaca dropper and it tastes like mint so I was like oh my god I just got ripped off at a festival and so I went about my day and then started tripping at the wrong like when I w- didn't expect it so kind of like what's funny to me is like when people are like trying to that have bad acid and they're trying to induce the trip like be like let's look at nature or whatever it's like you if you get good acid you don't need that shit i guess actually sorry one more thing a good way to or a good uh parallel for that is something me and my friends used to do would be whenever one person would walk into a circle we'd all start laughing for no reason and then <laughs> the person who just walked in would start laughing and then we'd all stop laughing at the same time and ask them why they were laughing oh yeah and <laughs> it's like the same sort of thing yeah no yeah. high school <laughs> high school guys are dicks that's the way high school guys <laughs> act and if you guys jack. deny that then you're fucking lying so you have mental issues though right that's <laughs> you've admitted to having mental issues jack was mean to uh, mean boy wait uh pam before i go on how many seconds did i accidentally waste up there after you Come on. Just kidding. No, like yeah. you, 27. Uh, um, so you know that part where you talk about like, you know, the, uh, you know, it makes you happy. You know, yeah. it makes you so happy, but only so happy. Okay. You know, yeah, like. yeah. Well, that's the, exa- that would be the exact punchline. Is that what you said? No, no, no. It, yeah. Like if I use that. It would yeah, be, yeah, that's what I mean. I'll try it. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was just going to say there could be something funny about, um, that you're going in the direction of like starting a, Dispensary that only sells fake drugs. Oh, that's right. Uh, like only fake weed. Yeah. Um, it's like it tastes like coconut because it is coconut. That's <laughs> all it is. Um, or something like that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's the escalation. It's good. Yeah. I want to hear your note, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Just make it up. <laughs> okay, wing it. Wing it. That really is a great premise. Fake weed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my. F- yeah, I feel like just elaborate on it more. Speaking a little bit more. Gotcha. Put right. your hands together, everybody, for Victor Trevino. Next comedian up to the mic, put your hands together and put them in a slappy like motion for Jared Sena. How's everybody doing tonight? Happy Labor Day, everybody. What's up, Pam? That is a great outfit you got on. I feel like I just met a celebrity right now. Like, Everybody tells me who who Pam is. I'm like, fuck yeah, I finally met her. What's up, Jack? <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> I'm trying to improve my crowd work. <laughs> Woo! All right, we're off to a great start. <laughs> All right, I think I scared the shit out of everybody last time I was here. I came out like hella energetic, and like I was talking about like some really like immature 12 year old punk shit so i'm gonna like tone it down because i really don't want to scare anyone today so i keep so i keep a dick pic with me everywhere i go right not to scare anybody or not to send it to anybody i just like to look at it it's a good pic it's it's got good angles it's got good lighting really proud of how my penis came out in that pic 
But every time I tell this to people, they always say I'm weird and creepy. That's what some lady told me at Muni Radio one time. But honestly, I don't understand it at all. Because why is it considered body positivity when a chubby person admires a picture of their own body, but it's weird and creepy when I admire a picture of my own dick? Dude, it's a work of art. All two inches of it. Fucking beautiful. Cutest penis you'll ever see in your life. Really want to stress, no. I do not send it to people, all right? I don't need to send dick pics in order to impress women. If I wanted to impress women, dude, I'll just brag about the fact that I do stand-up comedy. (laughs) Yeah, dude, honestly, like, (laughs) you're looking at me like, come on, bro. (laughs) But anyways, uh, dude, honestly, like, honestly, I've bombed literally every set I've ever done does not stop me from the fact that I brag about doing stand-up comedy. Honestly, why fucking not, dude? You sound like a badass. Everyone in this room is a fucking badass. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Woo! Stand-up! That guy's a fucking badass. (laughs) Badass. Yeah, dude, everybody thinks we're all like this, like, charismatic people with, like, really like top of the class sense of humor when like we're just a bunch of assholes who signed up for a couple of open mics (laughs) i'm an asshole too i'm probably the biggest one here but anyways uh that's not i'm actually that's not the only thing i like to brag about shamelessly Uh, i like to brag about cooking i make a mean pasta yo 100 percent of the I'm not going to lie, 100% of the reason why I learned how to cook was to impress the Tinder dates I bring back home. Dude, I could give a fuck about learning how to use a pot and pan. I almost just burned down the kitchen the other day trying to make a turkey burger. <laughs> and I, yeah, I let the pan sizzling too long, for, and uh, I slapped the patty meat, a fucking five-foot flame came soaring out of it. Yeah, my roommate had to, uh, had to take it down because I didn't know what, if, what I'm doing. Dude, did you know that water does not douse that shit at all? It just makes it bigger. Yeah, she was pissed at me for two weeks. She would not speak to me. That burger was fucking amazing, though. Like, if you guys want to make a good burger, dude, almost burn down your kitchen. (laughs) All right. So, uh, I also like to brag about the fact that I do photography. And when I say I do photography, I mean I printed a couple of photos at Walgreens. So, uh, you know that kiosk machine? Yeah, I didn't know how to use that properly. So I had to have a Walgreens lady help me out. And it was chilling. We got it working out properly. But as soon as my phone was connected to the machine, that same dick pic that I was talking about earlier just pops up onto the screen and just covers all of it. The worst part was she didn't even know that was a dick pic. She just asked me if I collected acorns as a hobby. Good night, everybody! Fuck yeah, all right. Feedback time. With the callback at the end. Test this song. Oh, you have really good energy. Like, Thank it you. almost doesn't matter what you're saying. You're kind of just all over, which is kind of nice. And you had a nice callback to the dick pic. Yes. Um, that's yeah. Thank so, yeah. you. I feel like there might be something to do when you're talking about the dick pic being tiny. That you you don't do dick pics, but you collect b- baby pictures or tiny baby heads. <laughs> I thought that there was some kind of like. I mean, that's kind of gross. 
Your ass kissing at the front top was very nice. I appreciate Thank that you. very much. That's Everyone what I'm loves good at. a good ass kissing. I'm good kissing. at ass kissing. Oh, it's That's great. how I get I my mean, jobs, dude. Who doesn't love that? Come on. <laughs> but um, just on a safety issue, if there is a grease fire in a kitchen, baking soda. You throw baking soda oh. on the flames, and it douses them. Wait, I'm just saying you... for safety, like in a kitchen, if you're dealing with grease, please, everyone, use baking soda. Throw it on the flame. You're fine. Everything will be okay. Okay. Not water. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did not know baking that makes soda. it worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really scary because the water, if you spray it on grease, it flies to other things, and it's on fire, and so then it'll, it'll catch on fire like your... Uh. All the paper products you've got, you know, like, and then your curtains if you have them, and what... Anyways, it's very dangerous. Baking soda. I'm sorry. Okay. Back baking to comedy. Soda. Just I wanted to be safety for a second. Thank you, Pam. Yeah. Yeah, man, keep grinding, keep doing it. Uh, I thought it, the idea of you having, like, an actual picture versus just a picture on your phone is kind of funny. Like, oh. uh, I don't really know how to flesh that out, but it's kind of weird, so, <laughs> no. Yeah, I always thought it was a funny and weird, funny concept, weird enough. Yeah. Or yeah, I could probably work with that. Even if it's a big poster that you have to unfold <laughs> out of your wallet because it's a tiny dick, right? Like, it could be a tiny picture, but... You actually have to unfold a large piece of paper <laughs> to make it look like. Ah, that's how, that's how you deal with insecurity. <laughs> make it print a big poster. What do you have to say, Miss? Um, yeah, no, I loved your energy coming in and the the contrast between you have this really like warm energy, then you're calling yourself an asshole. I thought when you said you were making a mean pasta, I thought you were gonna say like, yeah, the pasta calls you fat. <laughs> The pasta makes like Italian slurs at you, um, and then I was thinking like you could do more with, um, you know, you brag about like you're a photographer, you print photos at Walgreens, you can be like, yeah, doing open like you know, the printing your photos Walgreens of comedy or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'll consider that. Thank you. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Jared Zena. All right, thank you, everyone. Moving along, your next comedian. Take notes, clap your hands wildly. It's Ryan Schooley. Thank you guys so much. Uh, happy, happy Labor Day, guys. Uh, good to be at one of the three open mics that was not canceled this weekend. That's pretty good. I I pretended to be annoyed by all the open mics that were canceled. I was just really relieved to have a guilt-free reason not to go, not to leave my house. That actually made me considerably happy. Great weekend for me. Good weekend. Um, we had someone was talking about weed earlier. I'm not a big weed guy. I, I don't like weed very much. Yeah, I know. Not not a popular stance in California. I uh, Every time I smoke weed, I make a decision that I regret entirely. You know, Case in point. Uh, my cat whines a lot at night, so to get her to be quiet so I could sleep, I have a little spray bottle that I hit her with. Uh, spray, spray her with, not physically hit her. Spray, spray the cat with the spray bottle, you know? Uh, the other, other night, I smoked weed before I went to sleep. Uh, the cat started whining, and I couldn't find the spray bottle. So I was high. I asked myself, how do I achieve that very same effect without the bottle? And then I spit on my cat. That, that's a thing that I did. Spit right on the cat, which uh, people people often ask you, or people wonder, uh, you know, do animals know being spit on is disrespectful? The, the answer is after you spit on them, they definitely do. They 100% they're <laughs> very much aware. And weed gives me anxiety. That's another reason I don't like it. So I, I, uh, <laughs> I smoked weed before I did this. 
I spit on my cat, and then I was just paranoid for the next 20 minutes that me and my cat weren't friends anymore, and that's not <laughs> a good way to spend your night. Um, I, uh, I I just got back from New York uh, a couple weeks ago. I was, I was in New York City for a while, which great city, you know, great great place to be. I love it there. Uh, it, it's crazy though. Visiting New York, it, it makes you realize like how much uh, living in the Bay has kind of changed your perspective. Because me and my girlfriend were walking around Manhattan, and every corner we turned, all we could just keep saying to each other was, "I can't believe how affordable and clean it is here. This is incredible. There are so." few homeless people in New York City because there are a lot of homeless people here. Um, there's a lot of cool little shops around New York too, which is dope. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of cool places, places to grab pizza. There's a lot of shitty places too that look like they were thrown up in a day, you know? Like the, uh, I, I was walking by this one place, this pizza place called Friendly Pizza, which I feel like if you're going to call your pizza friendly, you're just admitting that it does not taste very good. You know, like that's not an adjective you use to describe delicious food, you know? You just walk into this place like, oh, friendly pizza. How's your pizza taste? Like our pizza tastes like dog shit, but our pizza is an ally, okay? You fucking remember that. And if you're not into pizza, go down the street. You can get some, uh, you know, supportive chow mein or some empathetic sushi. My therapist is actually two California rolls, so that's something too. All right. <laughs> New joke. Um, try. Uh, let's try this out. Um, my uh, yeah. So I, I was back in New York. My mom. I, I was visiting with my parents. Uh, my mom is a very like delusional kind of lives in her own kind of world person. You know, like uh, I was talking to her about haunted houses, and uh, my mom got really excited. She's like, "Oh yeah, when when your father and I were looking for you know the house we're in right now, we we're going visiting houses." Uh, I, I have such a good sense for detecting goats. Your dad actually had a code word to ask me in front of the realtor if this house is haunted that no one else would know. I'm like, oh, what's the code word? She's like, your father would look at me and say, what do you think? And I'm like, there's no way that's what he was asking. That He was, he was asking if this is a good house to buy. And <laughs> for some reason, you think you're a medium. That's what happened. All right, that's my time. Thanks. Um, I would mention if you're gonna do anything with a medium, uh, the the remember the show with the great girl with the great tits, but she was on the Party of Seven, Party of maybe it was a show called Medium. Anyways, anytime you're dealing with ghosts, you should always mention that skinny girl. Uh, and your cat hates you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, you were right before you spit on it. Your cat doesn't. You all oh, the cat if. You could never make the cat do anything. Yeah. 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 Like on, on that last part where, um, uh, like, there's like a code word for whether or not like the house is haunted. Like, I feel like you could you could belabor like you could paint the scene more. Like how like the realtor's standing right there and like they're looking at each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes like, so what do you? It's like. Yeah. I feel like it, it got there too quick. Like the pressure of like needing the code word is like funny. And okay. then when you yeah. go. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, play around with that. Yeah, because sure. I thought it was funny. Cool, thanks. Two California rolls was a good punchline, but I didn't understand what to what joke. But I feel like <laughs> two oh. California rolls at some point is going to be a great punchline. Okay, you. thank you. I feel like if you just went off on cats a little, a little like yeah. when they say they spit on them, because cats are fucking evil. Right? They're true. killers. You're basically yeah. bringing a killer in your room. 
Yeah. 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 Just go on about that. Okay. For that'd, sure. that'd be great. But yeah, do yeah. you love? Do you, do you love? Is this? Do you love your cat? Is there? Did someone give you this cat? Are you not happy about? Are you not no, like gifted I, I do, that every moment like you cat. get to spend? It was. Uh, I, maybe I should say this as a disclaimer. I didn't actually spit on the cat. I just got very high <laughs> yeah. and thought about it a lot. <laughs> um, I in that in the same still talk about the same joke. Uh, I think it might be funny if you take it in a different direction. And did you get the cat to stop? You spit on the cat, but your cat enjoyed being spit on. Oh. <laughs> and then you get the situation where you don't want to spit on the cat, but the cat wants you to spit uh. on it. <laughs> I just think that might be, yeah. yeah. And then also you kind of, I, I wasn't sure if it was actually kind of part of your joke or not, but you, you could, when you set up that joke, you say, oh, I normally, uh, I to stop the cat from doing things, I take a spray bottle and I use the spray bottle to bludgeon the cat until it stops. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then you can go like, oh no no. I, I, okay yeah, I'll try that. Because yeah. you kind of accidentally said that. I yeah, I, that but, was an accident. But I think yeah, if you yeah. turn it into a real joke, that's funny. Okay for sure. Yeah, I love your cat stuff. I yes, liked thanks. when you were worried that you and your cat weren't friends anymore. That oh, was a big you. delight for me. I'd love to hear like what it would be like the conversation trying to reconcile with your cat, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah. looks like. Okay, for sure. Thanks. All right. Any other comments? Hey, everybody, clap your hands together for Ryan Schooley. Yay. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together. It's Sergio Navoa. All right, you guys. I recently celebrated my one-year anniversary doing stand-up comedy. Thank you. Stand-up comics never forget their first time on stage. It's just like riding a bike or seeing your grandmother naked. You never forget it. Now, I'm not a typical comedian. I'm not socially awkward or a suicidally depressed alcoholic addict who lives with his parents. I got into comedy for three simple reasons. One, I like to make people laugh. Two, I grew up in a house with five siblings, so I never got any stage time at home. And the main reason I got into comedy is for the sex. Yes. And much like sex, I can't do it alone. I need all of you to be willing participants. Some of the things I say today might be shocking, rude, and offensive. It's okay to laugh, because they're all based on facts. I love to travel, and Disneyland claims to be the happiest place on Earth. It's not. Puerto Vallarta is the happiest place on Earth. If you've never been to Puerto Vallarta, cancel whatever you're doing tomorrow and go before Americans ruin it. We're not sending our best. Mexico should build a wall to keep us out. Um, I know you're thinking, how can Puerto Vallarta be the happiest place on Earth? Well, I'll tell you. At Disneyland, you get children. We all know children are no fun. Uh, you can't drink or do drugs with them. They always tattletale. Uh, you also get junk food and dad bods. Puerto Vallarta offers beautiful beaches, authentic, delicious Mexican food, and hot daddies. Where else can a grown man call another man daddy? I bet you my daddy is hotter than yours. Also, in Puerto Vallarta, you have to wait in a really long line to get on one ride. I'm sorry, in Disneyland. In Puerto Vallarta, you have to snort a line to enjoy many rides. Uh, at Disneyland, there's a really good chance if your, your ride is too bumpy, you're going to be sore the next day. In Puerto Vallarta, you're guaranteed a bumpy ride, and your butt will be sore the next day. And lastly, you'll most likely lose your child at Disneyland 
one can only hope. And at that point, you realize Disneyland is not, the world is not, oh, fuck. It's not such a small world after all. <laughs> In Puerto Vallarta, there's a really good chance you're going to run into every person you had sex with, finally settling the argument. It is a small world after all. Another place I love is Colombia. First night in Colombia, I was offered coffee, cocaine, and a prostitute. A prostitute. Can you imagine me drinking coffee? Yeah, no. They don't serve cocktails in Colombia. You get a bottle and a shot glass. The hangover is free with purchase. I finally understood the expression, praying to the porcelain gods. It's just like going to confession. Both cases, you end up on your knees, spearing your guts. As part of my birthright pilgrimage, I went to see Madonna in concert. I went to Israel to see Madonna in concert. Because when you're gay, seeing Madonna in concert is part of your birthright. Now, if you've been to Dubai like I have, that stamp on your passport will guarantee you a cavity search. When you arrive in Israel, you'll, ge you'll get poked, probed, and manhandled. Ladies, it's just like riding bar during rush hour. I felt like I was at my protologist exam. That was the most exciting first date I've been on in a really long time. Let's see, lastly, I was born in Central America. And no, not Ohio. Unless you're, <laughs> unless you're from immigration. I was born, my mom says I was born in Costa Rica. My birth certificate says I was born in Nicaragua. I can understand someone getting the wrong date, but the wrong country just proves my suspicion. My mom was not there when I was born. Now, I may not be clear on what part of Central America I'm from, but if there is an ice raid, I'm from Ohio. Uh, all right, Sergio, thank you. <laughs> Sergio Navoa! It's not fully memorized, as you can see. <clears throat> okay, I thought Pam was gonna go in, because she usually goes in oh, first, no, but. Right. All right. I like that concept, like I got in for comedy because of that, 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 sex. Similar to my joke where it's just like, like, if I want to brag to women, I do stand-up, I tell them I do stand-up comedy. Oh. But yeah, I feel, yeah. Because I think that's a, f that is a funny concept. I feel like if you just elaborated on it more. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Great set, dude. Thank you. Yeah, Central America, Ohio, that's really smart. That's really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Said, uh, uh, you went to see Madonna uh, in Israel. Yeah. Uh, you could say something. I'm, I'm a little shaky on her song lyrics, but I think you could say something along the lines of like, I think the only let her play in a holy land because there was a mix up when she said touch like a virgin. <laughs> like Virgin Mary. Okay, no, it's, it's a sex. Because the, the song's not about Virgin Mary. No, it's about. <laughs> it's about sex. I see, yeah. But in the. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking it's, about. It's, it's hard because, I mean, it was clear that you were running a script and that you were running a script today. And that's great. And you used the room to run a script. But if you could, once you have it memorized, like play with things in and out so that it isn't just the script, but you can like, because it, it, I mean, it listening on the radio, it's going to sound great because it sounds, I mean, it sounds great, but it's, it isn't wasn't interactive because it was clear that you were running your lines. Yeah, so it's not it was, memorized it, yet. Right, it was. I mean, it was it was a rehearsal for you of the lines, not of the connection with the people, which yeah. will come in time. So that's you know. Totally agree. 
Uh, good stuff, man. I love your jokes. Uh, I love that joke about where you fucked a prostitute. Um, <laughs> yes. But I think uh, I was a little confused because isn't a male prostitute called a gigolo? Or is it still a male prostitute? I guess it's a male prostitute. I just said it. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. It's also Columbia. There you go. And it could have been either. <laughs> I didn't specify. I was a guy too bad. True blue. It's like a different preach. kind of virgin. No, okay. Um, <laughs> no, uh, with, with the, the bit where you, you do the, the coffee, cocaine, and then a prostitute, I think you could cut out because you kind of double up on emphasizing prostitute, but it's already going to be assumed by the audience that that's like the most kind of crazy thing you would spend your money on. Yeah. So I don't think you need to like double, like emphasize prostitute again. Say it a second time. I think it. it will just work with just the punchline of just saying that it's crazy that I would do, drink coffee or something. Okay. Excellent. Does, does it make sense? Totally. Uh, yeah. I know exactly what we're talking about. I just added that too. So yes, it yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Alrighty. Clap your hands together, everybody. Sergio Navella. Next comedian. Uh, hey, everybody. He's a lovely human being. You're going to love him. Put your hands together for Ian Levy. Um, I recently uh, received a lifetime ban uh, from being in charge of directions uh, when my friend Jackson is driving. He said he will never let me give directions again. And because I missed one turn, I forgot to tell him about one turn. And it it was the last turn before the Golden Gate Bridge. And I got to be honest, driving across the Golden Gate Bridge, it, it takes a lot longer than I remember. <laughs> Maybe it's because we immediately turned around and went back the other way. And it's hard to make chit chat of like, oh, wow, you make you charge you both ways. That's weird. <laughs> I think they would only do that one. That's funny. And he was not amused, but this <laughs> is the real thing. I don't really have much else to have. I, it was it was a simple mistake. I'm bad with directions, but um, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a lifelong vegetarian. Um, I think people, whether you, I don't really care if people eat meat or not. I think everyone has their own reasons for doing what they want to do. The only thing I think is weird is when people care about and people want the whole world to be vegetarian because they don't want animals to be hurt and they make the argument that uh oh you know cows uh hurt the environment right cows create uh, most of the you know lots of methane which hurts the environment so we should stop uh killing the cows uh and like eating cows uh because it's causing a lot of problems for the environment and they do this to try to save the cows but like what well, they don't understand with that argument, we still gotta kill those cows. <laughs> like we still gotta fucking murder those you've just told us those cows are destroyed. Like they either way, it's just we should stop breeding the cows, sure. But those cows have to die, okay? So if you think you're you're not saving the cow, you're just increasing the cow genocide, the rate that it's coming. And this we're just gonna start shooting them one by okay, that's my that's my dumb cow bit. <laughs> Uh, you're not saving any cows. Um, also, in, in doing research for that joke, I found the term uh, eco-terrorism is very confusing uh, because an eco-terrorist, to me, sounds like someone who would like blow up trees. 
but it's it's somewhat, it's essentially just an over enthusiastic tree hugger like that's really what it is some okay that's dumb um uh, what is that uh oh i uh i recently uh i'm being trained to become a uh, nanny um uh, or a manny as we're called them to don't don't applaud for that please um it's it's through an app it's like the uber of nannies and i had to go to a, an orientation recently uh and it was like me and like five of my future co-workers and i didn't realize that all five of my future co-workers would be 12 year old girls <laughs> So I was just sitting in this orientation. As a first, like, I'd been through before, like, not being invited out for drinks with all of your coworkers, but I'd never gone through not being invited to the sleepover. <laughs> I was like, I want to come talk about boys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's dumb. But it was, it was weird. Okay. It felt, they all had braces. That was the first thing. Like, I walked in. I'm like, am I in the right place? You all have braces. <laughs> And friendship bracelets is that still a thing? Um, again, this is really a joke. This is um, I uh, I'm always bad about uh timing. I think one of the worst timing things I ever went through was I got wrong the date. I was wrong by two weeks of the date I was supposed to come back to my when school started when I was in college. So I got to the dorms two weeks early. And it was empty. It was just me in the dorms, which wouldn't have been so bad, but I didn't then plan out for when my other roommates would be arriving because my room quickly devolved. I'd, I lived with three other people and it became like Lord of the Flies because I just thought I didn't know anyone in San Francisco. I just stayed in my dorm the entire time and watched Netflix. And it came to like someone finally, like two weeks later, my housemate came in and I think I had a shirt over my head. I was in my underpants eating cereal, watching like Bones or something on the TV. And I, but I, I think it was the look that he, cause I tried to play it off like I just got there. But when he walked in, I just did like, <laughs> like his, it, it was like Castaway when, when he get when he gets back. It might be okay. That's so dumb. Okay, that's all my time. I'm done. Ian Levy, everyone. I, I just think namaste should be in that cow bit at some point. Like you're talking to some vegan and they get all freaked out and near violent. You're like, hey, namaste. Just yeah. the cows should still be. I don't know. I don't know if this would work because technically, when you cross the bridge and then go back, it's still just one toll. But if you go through it, like there's something funny about seeing the same toll worker twice. Oh like yeah. Like right after each other. Um, and the other thing was I don't know when you said eco terrorist. Um, I don't know if you, I don't know where you were going with or like I don't know. There's something about like 9/11 with like two tall trees. Yeah, I mean like, it's just funny because know. everything else is a terrorist. Of it's like oh they're you know a traditional terrorist. They're terrorizing the thing that's in mm. their name. Where you don't think of like like a male bomber bombs the male. males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I guess he sends he sends he a bomb the male. <laughs> so kill the mailman. Really? I don't think I understand how language works. I yeah. think now I think that's the the root of the problem Home, here. Homeschooling. I thought <laughs> I um <hate> male <laughs> I thought um I thought charge I you get they they charge both ways. I thought that that could be a great callback for anything. Like even when you were talking about the girl with braces, you could be like they charge both ways. 
and that I just thought that was hilarious because I didn't know they charge both ways, and I, I don't know if like, they do. I'm, I I made that up. Th- do uh, they not? Okay. I feel like they should. I, I added that the, as a little. I love they, it. They charge both ways in the on the Bay Bridge, don't they? Oh nope, never mind. Okay. I I love. I love that as though as a tagline they charge both ways. I feel like it can go in multiple directions. I feel like can you you can use it as a nonsensical callback. Also, with the cow, I feel like you could do a buffalo joke, especially said since you said you did a little research about killing the cows. Like yeah. I think we did it with the buffalo. I think we eradicated yeah. them millions and millions of them pretty quickly. So yeah, that shouldn't be that's a problem. Funny. Yeah, I love the Manny twelve-year-old bit. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, I liked your slumber party idea, but if there's like you could talk about that you still like try to be like you know how sometimes they say little girls can be like competitive or like one's in charge of the yeah. crew and like you're still trying to get like the funny. top dog yeah i don't know where to i originally i wrote it where i would like go to a slumber party with them but then w- after reading it back it just made it sound it made me sound really creepy like i was it trying does. to sleep with it. yeah because it has to be something kind of like, yeah, catty like a or slumber party I, don't, I don't want it to come off sexual at all yeah like, no. i want it to come off just like i feel left out by these 12 year old girls totally yeah ice cream or juice maybe like they're all drinking capri sun and you don't get invited to have any of it or something like yeah that. yeah I don't, I don't know yeah i don't know the problem is is as a grown man talking about wanting to hang out with 12 year old girls yeah. it's hard to make that sound in a 